in my 20s was so different than me now because I just wanted like people to tell me how to be. I wanted a guy to define me. I wanted my career to define me. And now it's so much more fun to like really go, what do I like? Like, what do I like to do for fun? What are my interests? What would I like in a partner? Like what would really work for my future? I think it's, it's really important in your 20s to really start to like make that list. Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What is going on, you guys? Happy Friday, happy hour. It is Thanksgiving week. We are giving thanks. We are eating lots of food. I personally had a Friendsgiving last night. I feel like you need to roll me <laughs> down the street. Like the Chef Boyardee. I might have gained five <laughs> pounds Boyardee in a day. Cans. Yeah, like those Chef Boyardee can. That's me. That is my body being what rolled to contribute? work. What did you contribute? I know that you hate when I tease you, um, but what did you contribute you uh, to Friendsgiving, like food wise? Well, good question. I was in charge of the rolls. The bread, if you will. And I brought the beverages. So I brought Diet Coke. I brought a bottle of wine That's and some cider. Important. And Lord knows nobody wants to eat my cooking. <laughs> because no one ever has, including yourself. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, um, Abby uses her oven as storage only. But let's really quick glimmer over like our past weekend's week. You went to a baby shower? I went to my first baby shower and it was really funny because everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, there was, like, a rumor going around the room. They were like, this is Abby's first baby shower. It's her first time. She's not used to this. Baby shower And I was virgin. going around baby shower virgin, virgin-esse. I was mm-hmm. taking photos of everything. <laughs> like you're at the I was zoo. documenting. Like, I'm at the zoo. I'm like, oh, good, good. And it did give me some ideas for my own personal baby shower, what I will emulate and what I will deviate from, because I think mine needs to be a little less family friendly and a little more drag brunch themed. (laughs) Drag brunch. Who did that? I forgot what influencer had a drag, like, baby shower. That's right up your alley. Oh, so I don't have an original idea ever in my entire life. we talked about it. In fact, it's just in the recesses of your mind. Well, I went to, just as a plus one, to a wedding, but I too was telling, I was texting Abby the whole time about all of the stuff that I will be Mm -hmm. doing at my own. And then I also text you, always a plus one, never actually invited, but it is a blessing to not be invited, (laughs) to not be in that stage of life It's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing to not be a bridesmaid because you save so much money. You literally just get to show up and enjoy this big ass expensive party that someone's throwing. So who cares? The fruits of the labor and to not even be a guest because I didn't have to bring a gift. All I had to bring was myself. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Amazing. You get to dress up. You get pictures. You get to dance. You get to look at some men in suits, potentially. Were there men in suits? There were men in suits. I didn't talk to any of them. Not necessarily men in suits for me, but there were men in suits. But just men in suits. suits. You can still look. Look, but don't touch. You can still look. And it's so funny because everyone is at a stage in their lives where even if you are not seriously dating someone – all people can talk about is weddings. That's it. That's all, all that anyone's people. got. She she is dating someone. She doesn't even want to get married though until co- really close to thirty. But it's infused with the conversation. All anyone can talk yeah. about is weddings. This weddings that. 
I have a theory that you cannot get a group of women in a room at this age and the topic of either marriage, weddings, marriage slash weddings, or babies slash motherhood to come up. Like there's no conversation in which that doesn't come up. It's top of mind 24-7 always, no matter where we go. A hundred percent. A hundred percent Connie baby. But everybody knows we love having guests on this podcast. We are so excited about this girl. We actually have a really fun origin story with this guest. When I was visiting Ashley, if you're a true podcast fan, you'll remember a few weeks ago, we were in LA and we went to a meet and greet for one of our favorite podcasts, The Toast, to meet Miss Claudia Oshry and also her husband, Ben. And at said meet and greet, I turn around and who do I see in line? like a normal person like us, a cool creator that I follow on TikTok, which is such a blessing seeing TikTokers in the wild. And I turned around and I said, Ashley, we need to ask that girl to come on our podcast. She's so cute and so fun. And I love her videos. And we said, okay, let's make it happen. And here we are today, weeks later, Miss Madeline Byrne from TikTok. You might know her from her 90s nostalgia videos, from her most recently viral We're Girls trend that has blown up. And I'm seeing lots of people doing it like, we're the oldest daughter or we're coworkers or we're dating. Everybody's doing the trend. And to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure Madeline started it. So what a queen, what a trailblazer on the internet. We're going to have some big sister chats and talk about creating, acting, life in LA, all of the good things with Madeline. And I hope you guys love this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Madeline. We are so excited to have you. How are you doing today? Hi, ladies. I'm great. How are you guys? We are so, so good. good. Better now that you're here. So we wanted to jump into you. Correct us if we're totally wrong. You started the "We're Girls" trend like last week or something, right? Like, let's talk well, about it. Yeah, let's unpack that one. <laughs> let's talk about it. It is so hard to know the real origins. I didn't I start the trend. I didn't start the trend. Okay, but you just made Brand- it blow up. Brandon, no, Brandon Cohen, I think is his name. He started We're Guys. Mm-hmm. We're Guys, super viral, hilarious. A friend of mine showed me We're Guys. We did a We're Basic Bitches, and then I did a We're Girls. But some people had been like dipping their toes in the We're Girls, We're This. Mine just happened to blow up. It's so funny because I swear to God, it's always the ones that you're like, that you don't even care funny. About. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like this isn't even funny. I looked at the footage. I had my boyfriend filming it. And, you know, you're you're like whoever you're dating is just views you as like lovely and special. And isn't that I'm great looking back, <laughs> how that happens yeah, it's, too? It's incredible. And I'm looking at the footage and I'm like, I need Botox. I this <laughs> oh my God, I look terrible. My like arms look huge. You know, and so I'm like, just girl things. wanna edit this. Just we're girls. Yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. gonna need Botox. We're gonna like, hate videos of ourselves. Yeah. And he's like, no one's looking at that. Like just edit it, post it, whatever. And then of course, those are the ones that end up like going mega viral, which is great. We love that. Yeah. We love that. I swear the only videos that I post that do really well are like the ones where I look ugliest in and I'm like, okay, no problem. (laughs) That's really nice. Like the way the internet works. No problem. Yeah. And then the ones that you try really hard never pop off and you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. But that's really um, taking the internet by storm, taking TikTok by storm. Everybody's doing that trend now. It's like, we're oldest daughters. I just saw that one. And then I'm also seeing like, we're coworkers, you know, we're dating, we're married. It's like really fun. I know. I've been getting tagged in them. Like, we're married, we're lesbians, we're teachers, we're 
whatever. And I'm like, how cool. And I really, I just how uniting. So uniting. Mm-hmm. I just met Brandon at a, an influencer event the other day who started like we're guys. And mm-hmm. he said the same thing. He was like, I didn't think it was going to blow up. I just kind of had this idea last minute. And then, you know, cause you sometimes wonder, I'm like, are you going to be salty that like other people do it? And also their videos go viral. Um, but he was so, so sweet. And like, we rise by lifting others. That's what we used to say in high school leadership class. And it <laughs> reigns true today. They hit or they like, bullshitting us. Yeah. I know you're I know you're a toaster because I met yes. you at the meet and greet and yes. how they always say rising tides rise all shines or whatever the hell they're yeah, saying. They're like ships, they make whatever it that saying is. Yeah, that's so fun. I touched on this a little bit earlier before you came on, Madeline, but we had such a fun little meeting story at the meet and greet in LA for the Toast community to meet Claudia and Ashrai for their spritz launch there. That's just so fun that we're like, you know, we're girls, we're gonna ask each other to come on each other's podcast. Like, I don't know, like whatever opportunities we can get. No, I, I totally respect the hustle. I felt hysterical going to that. And I was like, (laughs) I guess she had seen, I, I fumbled the bag with Claudia at one point because years ago she followed me back on TikTok and I was like, you've made it upset. Like I've made it like, but but I fumbled the bag because literally like call my family, like call everyone I've ever met. Yeah. And, um, I started like messaging her like, oh my God, you would love this Twilight video. Cause I know she was Twilight. And I just think I fanned a little too close to the sun in her messages because I remember she going like, to send her other. Freak. Yeah. She's like, leave me now alone. She's following me to but, West Hollywood Bevmo. But if I'm honest, like I get that because I've had people do that with me where, oh, no. you know, I, it's no, no disrespect. I'm so grateful that I give off the vibe that like we're relatable and we want to like talk all the time. But I, sometimes that influx gets a lot. And she like had unfollowed me at some point and I was like devastated, more mortified. Um, She's like, she needs to lay off. (laughs) Jessica Biel did that to me too. I, she like followed me on TikTok (sighs) and then I went to go message her and she had already unfollowed. I think it was like an accidental follow from her team. I don't know. Cause I was posting a lot of Jessica Biel content. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm like a fan. I'm such a fan of people. And I went to that meet and greet and I was like, oh my God. I was like, Claudia and Ben, like, I love you guys. And she was like, Madeline. And I was like, <laughs> oh, she's like security you? snapping for security. <laughs> yes. And I was like, like my stalker, I've been wanting yeah. to meet you in real life. <laughs> I know. But yes. And then you approach yes. me and this is funny. We love the hustle. Uh, yes. We love the hustle. We don't, we don't have to harp on this, but I'm always so curious with like larger creators. Do you get approached often and do you like it? Of course we like it. Oh my God. If anyone goes, they so. People are freaks. I don't know. No, they're lying. They're lying to act cool. <laughs> Too cool, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I I do and I don't like less so now. I'm not super out and out and about. And I also think there's so many creators. Like I'm genuinely surprised if people approach me now. Um, I did used to work for Clever Style, which is like a popular YouTube channel. So I think a lot of people more approached me for that. Some from TikTok. But when I was in my early 20s, I was waitressing and I had started making Instagram content at that time. This was like 20. 16, 2017. And I remember 
a ton of people would approach me as I was waitressing and I, my following started to grow and that was all the time. And that was crazy. Cause I'm just mm-hmm. like, they're waitress, you know? Yeah. That's so fun. And then does anyone ever mistake you? You look like you already know, right? You look, you look like, like everyone. You look like you look everyone. Like every actor into one. You've ever <laughs> emulated on TikTok. I think that's like when I'm scrolling through doing, you know, my initial research for the episode, I was noticing you do a lot of videos, of course, because you're an actress, which we'll get into of different celebrities, you know, pop culture moments and shows and stuff. And somehow you look, look like, like everyone. everyone. Which, who do you get the most? Liz Gillies. Yes, that's what, who I was trying to search for her name. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And for those who don't yes. know, that's Jade from Victorious. Right? <laughs> or Dynasty. Yes. Yeah, her I know. I know. <laughs> okay, well, like, yes. I watched Victorious. My bad. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. I I was at the age I just missed the boat of, of Victorious. Um. I, th- I think because Liz and I are the same age or maybe she's a year younger or older. I don't know. But um, so I didn't grow up watching that show until I started doing TikTok and people started to comment on my TikToks. You look like Jade from Victorious, like that specific like, phrase. Who the hell is that? <laughs> and yeah, and I looked her up and I was like, oh, I, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't see it like immediately, but then it's like when the I, the vibes. Yeah. Well, and I've like taken myself out of it and then I'll see pictures of her from an angle with like a certain hair color. And so I'm like, oh, I actually can totally see that. Um, or I'll get she like is Amanda 30 Cypher. by the way. I did some research. Okay. She's younger than me. So I'm, I'm a little older than her. But let me tell you, you don't look a day over 25. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100%. When and you I told mean us. it. I mean it. When we were like, oh, do you want to come on our podcast? Yeah. It's for life, like girls in your 20s. And you're like, well, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm like, literally, what do you mean? What are you, 19? Like, there's no way you're 30 and up. Like, yeah. Totally so you definitely don't need Botox, I'm, I'll I'm, tell you that. No, I'm 32 and I'm I'm very proud of it. And I'm telling you guys, That's like, I don't, hold you. Well, I don't know how old you are, but you'll turn 32 and be like, LOL. Like, I feel like a teen mom. Like, I'm a child. Yeah. Well, there's that um, bit. I think it's from TikTok where it's like certain ages are younger than other ages. For example, 27 is way younger than like 24 and 26 in my opinion. And that's – Yeah. That's funny. That's, and 32 that's might really be younger valid. than 29 because 29 – That's valid. And actually, that's very true. And I remember when I turned 29 – when I was 29, I remember being like, I feel really old. Of course, we all, you know, they're the oldest you've ever been. So you feel old and 30, 30 has this stigma, but I remember switching my brain and going, well, once I turn 30, I'm the youngest of a new decade. Like Ooh, everyone yeah, in their late, good. late thirties, <laughs> like everyone 37 and up in theory, in my mind, like wants to be 30. So yeah. I sort of started claiming that vibe. And I'm telling you, like, age age is so silly like 32 is so, so young I've I've never felt more like youthful and like together in certain ways and also a mess in other ways but yeah had nothing it has nothing to do with age like yeah, yeah. but well, I think it's really I have a round face. something that I like to implement in my strategy of always feeling youthful and young is I like to just hang out with people who are older than me <laughs> because then no matter what I'm You're the baby the no matter what and scenario. you get a lot of attention and yeah, and everyone, yeah. no one expects much out of you. It's like a really nice place to be. They're just like, oh, you know, she's just the kid, the kid of the group. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to stick with this forever. <laughs> I've, I've always dated older. So maybe that's the similar mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, same yeah. thing. So before we get into your acting career, also you've done some modeling too and your social media and everything. Really quick, who, you know, we are under pressure. You get to sit down with one 90s or 2000 person for cocktails, man or woman. Who do An you want to sit down with? Yeah. And also Literally to make it one. harder, to make it harder, this is in the prime of their life. So pretend that you were sitting down to cocktails with them, you know, when they were popular. 
That is so rude. I literally can't choose just one. <laughs> you can one. choose a man and a woman then. You can choose two. I don't care about men. I mean, what man <laughs> am I wanting to sit down with? They're going to they're just going to be annoying. Okay, no. I mean, like I I'm not even a man hater. It's literally just like I don't like I'm more interested in women always, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it, I mean, I really we're more interesting. Yeah. We're just more yeah. interesting. So. I I always say that to my boyfriend. I'm like I would rather follow way more hot girls than hot guys. Like, what what am I going to do with a hot guy? I don't know. Like, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, sitting down, I would have to go. I can't just say one. I would have to. I need Mary Kate and Ashley. Okay, they're, they're need, like one. They were in the womb together, so that's they're one. one. Yeah. I also kind of want like Amanda Bynes. Like, I mean, I you know in her in that in her era. Like Sydney White, she's the man era, Amanda Bynes. She's the man. And like she – I just love her in comedy, like as a woman in comedy. And she was leading all those movies. And, you know, I mean, I just was so – those movies were so formative for me. Lizzie – like the, the Hilary Duff, the, mm-hmm. the Lindsay Lohan. Like mm-hmm. all those girls just had such an impact on my growing up. And um, that's why I do a ton of nostalgia content because I just love that era. So I know that was like nine people, but I want them all. No, I was just thinking like it's like that Vanity Fair cover shoot where all the young starlets at that time did a cover shoot and they all say it was like an awful experience. But I want I want to be at that dinner, but I want to have individual <laughs> dinners with them so no, nobody's stressed. Uh-huh. That's right. all. Uh-huh. I can imagine they'd be all fighting for the spotlight. Ashley, I was yeah. going to tell you to Please, share yes, with our guest about your experience with your prayers for Lindsay when Lohan. I was, when I was little, I used to pray for <laughs> Lindsay Lohan because she was so troubled and she was yeah. such, for context, we're 25. So I want to say we were six maybe when Freaky Friday came out. That feels right to me. Mm-hmm. I was six maybe or seven. That's right. Um, so when she was going through it, I was in elementary school and I used to pray for her when I was little because I wanted her to get better. And it worked because now it's like really, she, and look at her now. It worked, yeah. And Lord the Lord heard your prayer. <laughs> yeah. She's she's really come out the other side like she a very baby. Um, that's hysterical. Yeah, really quick, really quick, Madeline, what are your thoughts on the Mean Girls reboot that we are seeing? The movie oh, coming yeah. out. Big deal. I was gonna say, are you talking about the Walmart commercial that they did or the Well, I mean it's movie? kinda all wrapped up into one. Yeah, synergy, but the actual like movie. Walmart musical. commercial is elite. I I feel honestly indifferent, I hate to say that, about the reboot, but reboots in today's day and age just don't like nothing, no part of them feel the way they felt for me when mm-hmm. I was growing up. I'll definitely still see it because I really like Renee Rapp and I love music. I love musicals. And I know it's more, it's not meant to be a carbon copy. It's more based on the musical. So I'm sure there will be like fun vibes. It just doesn't and probably feel, lots of like yeah. current pop culture references if I had to guess. Which is my least favorite thing, honestly, about any reboot is like I don't yeah. want to hear about TikTok. I don't want to yeah. hear about someone's cell phone. But and I don't want to see. Ooh. I don't want to see the text on the screen of the cell phone exchange between the teenagers. Enough, That's my enough of with that. I need it. The only reason I want to watch is because I do really like Renee Rapp because of obviously Sex Life of College Girls. But aside from that, mm-hmm. it's like two separate things in my mind. That's the only reason I'm like interested. I think. As far as I can tell, yeah, you know it's funny because like I I I'm an influencer in in my like business life, and I also have like I like how you trade. say it with your chest. Some people that we've had on are like I'm I like content creator. I prefer yeah the, the term content creator. So say it with your chest. I am yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean I'm loud and proud. Yeah, I mean when you think about it, like I don't know really how many people I'm influencing to do anything, but I I guess I am more of a of a content creator than an influencer. I'm not yeah, but um. But, you know, it's funny because I've played influencers in it, like some acting roles 
And there is this like weird stigma that they try to make influencers in some things, like not the things I've necessarily booked, but like some things I've auditioned for the, the, the things that they make influencers say, I'm like, I don't know. That just isn't actually how it's just such a heightened version of how people really are in Mm -hmm. this space. And I think that's what I have a hard time, like suspending disbelief when I watch these movies about young people in high school and movies. It's like, we don't all talk like, Oh my God. LOL. GTG. Oh my God. No. Ew. Ick. Hashtag get out of my life. Yeah. It's like, TTYL. Yeah. It's just like, I think that's why I loved movies growing up because in some ways they felt more realistic to me and maybe yes. that was not true either, but they just felt yeah. that, you know? Well, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the one in the entertainment space, but my guess would be the reason for that being so out of touch is like all the people in the writer's rooms are probably like older men, if I had to guess. And they're writing for the voices of teenage girls. Like they're an experience. They're not teenage girls. They don't know what the hell we say in our normal everyday life. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And they're, or they're trying, they're trying to like, yeah, reach an odd, but then I just think, well, the audience that you want to reach isn't going to believe that that's how, or yeah, I don't know. But but no, I, I'm excited to watch it. I think it'll like, yeah. I think it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be cute for the girls. Yeah, yeah. I think as We're far girls. as reboots go, I'm not really a big reboot girl. I I agree with you. I, I think, think they're, they're just never good. But I do kind of think this could be cool because they're doing their own twist and they're not trying to make a complete modern take or like carbon copy of the original because nothing's going to trump the original. So I'm interested to see what they I'll do bite. with it. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll I'll consume anything once. Sure. You know, <laughs> I'll, yeah. tr- I'll try yeah. anything once. I'll, cons- I'll <laughs> consume your Jones. content. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. So before we get into kind of your career as an actor, also you grew up in the 2000s and 90s more than we did. You're a couple years older than us. And so why do you think us as a society are so infatuated with the 2000s culture still? Because we miss simple times. What is it? What gives? <laughs> That's a good question. I. I definitely, during COVID, like it just sort of started happening and it was, I noticed the, the industries, like the, the like clothing stores and everything started jumping on to like our obsession with mm-hmm. it. Cause I remember when I was starting to make nostalgic content, there wasn't like a ton of stuff I could go out and buy that was reminiscent of that time. So I feel like it did start to become this bigger, larger than life, um, reminiscent, like feeling of like, Oh, I miss those types of tank tops or that, you know, that jelly roll looking, I don't know, just like crazy things. Um, yeah, maybe there's like a, a missing of simpler times. Like, um, you know, it was such a fun, flashy, colorful, era. So I was born in 1991. So I mean, I was a teenager. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm pretending like I'm going to do math backwards, but I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was a, I graduated high school in 2009. So I was like in, yeah. So I was like in middle school in my really teen, early 2000s years where it was like, you were really cool if you shopped at Abercrombie and Mm -hmm. Fitch and um, you know, you wanted the really different fun flip phones and you had the beads in your door and the blow up chair. Beads. I still I- have beads in my door. <laughs> do no you? Problem. I do. I think I'm like obsessed oh, yeah. with them. Everyone thinks they're really cool. They are. They are cool. They're like fun. And I think at that time, you know, it was really, it was before social media, like it was before iPhones. Um, so a lot of what we were influenced by in middle school and early high school was what we were seeing on television, which was like the OC, Laguna Beach, um, magazine, 17 magazine. So I remember like Ugh, you were really influenced by your peers, the glory days, like you were influenced by your peers, you were influenced by television. Now it's very like 
you're seeing every girl on the planet online. So yeah. I, I, mean, I can't even imagine being that There's age. There's so many different niches It's now so wrong. Because it's not so mainstream. Like Seventeen Magazine, like there is only one issue, however magazines work every month or whatever. So yeah. it's like that's the issue that everyone's looking at. That's what everyone is emulating. And you're right. Like there's so many dark corners of the internet that could speak to so many different types of girls now. It's like we all have our own things And going. also like the fun yeah. age that you described is missing now because all of these like 12, 13, 14-year-olds see people our age on TikTok and think that they should be like them. So you're it's missing like, like really the whole sad, jump. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a depressing train. We don't have to go down it. But you're missing that whole time <laughs> in your life. Enjoy your childhood, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, and you know what's funny? Even me, I'm seeing girls that I didn't I didn't realize were like 18. And I'm like, oh my God, I love her lip. Like, wait, why don't I look like her? And then I'm like, she's literally half my she's age. A child. Like, yeah. Um, and I and I think it's just everyone's growing up really fast with social media and everyone's becoming like business moguls at 18 and like yes, whereas where's that was innocence? not even a topic. Yeah. And I, so I think, you know, I loved that time because it did just feel maybe like a simpler time. You were really just kind of enjoying what was right in front of you. You know, you weren't not to be depressing, but yeah, like you weren't you were only seeing like the prettiest girls at your high school, but now you're seeing the prettiest girls at every high school everywhere yeah. all over the world all the time. And yeah, I wonder what that's like for those girls in high school to feel that way. But I just enjoy it. I think it's like fun. It's fun to reminisce. Um, We really did just have like crazy style and Mm -hmm. we really were, we're earnestly into it. We're like, yeah, that beaded bag is like so fresh. Like, I don't know like why, but yeah, there's, it, it was a good time. So fun. So you are a working actress, which is so cool, like so LA of you. And I feel like (laughs) in terms of like how, you know, TV raised us, movies raised us, all that kind of thing. I feel like the only experience that I really have with someone, you know, being a working actress in LA is from the movies. So would you like to touch on how is it compared to the movies? Because I think of like La La Land, right? Like where Emma Stone is running around town, auditioning. She's every Everyone's a barista. Everyone's, you know, a waitress. Like, how realistic is it portrayed to someone who's trying to make it in the acting and, world living in LA? And also, how did you initially get into this? Was it high school, 20s? When did you get into this, too? Yeah. Um, it's funny. I feel like La La Land is pretty right on, except for the fact that, like, she becomes a really famous person at the end of that movie. And I feel like that's not the realistic yeah. part <laughs> of the it. ending. Unrealistic. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I always knew I wanted to be an actress and I went to college. I decided to like go to college, have a normal experience, didn't pursue acting. And then when I graduated, I really was like, yeah, I'm going to move to LA and pursue it and become a waitress and just see what happens. And I started, I got like a waitressing job right away. And I remember getting an agent right away and be thinking, oh my God, like I've made it. I've got an agent. I don't need to make any friends. I'm going to be famous tomorrow. I'm going to have all these auditions. And I remember not getting a single audition for like two years from this agent. So I remember being like, huh, okay, isn't that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to get the agent. Like it really is a little bit about the chicken before the egg. You never know when you move Mm. here, there's no direct line of, you know, you do this class and then you, you start working. There really is like, you have to ask people around you, like, how are you? how did you get that audition? And how are you working? And Mm -hmm. well, how do I get credits if I've never worked before? And how do I work if I don't have credits? Like it really, you, you go crazy because you have no clue where to start. For me, um, honest to God, waitressing and networking in that community became the way I really started to work. Um, I 
also started to make comedy videos online before I would say before everyone else was doing it before TikTok was a thing. This was back in like 2016. I started to make videos. Um, and that was really what I realized was going to set me apart because there's a bunch of beautiful girls in this town. There's a bunch of people my age. I was 22, 23 when I moved here. And, um, you know, I said, okay, well, I have to set myself apart. So I started making videos. Those started to get views and, and following a little bit. And then I, um, I networked just with people I was meeting. I mean, I remember waitressing and I would serve people and they were like, what do you do? Are you trying to be an actress? And I would direct them to my social media. And a lot of times they would send me an email the next day, like, wait, you're actually really funny and you have a following, like, let's get coffee and talk. And a lot of them would want to help you in your journey because I think people are really attracted to people already doing it, like Mm -hmm. seeing that you have drive and, and goals and ambition. Um, you know, it's really easy to sit around and wait for something to fall into your lap, but that's just, you know, then you have no control. It's really hard to set yourself apart and you you become kind of become desperate. Like, please, please sign me. Like, please book me. (laughs) Whereas I I was in this place of like, you know what, this is snowballing. It's going to happen. If I start, if I just keep Mm -hmm. making content and videos and showing my personality, so I would say it took a couple of years of doing that, growing a following. And then I started getting meetings with managers and people that were excited about me. All the while I'm in acting class and trying to like actually become a, you know, a good actor or learn. Really, it's just about also learning how to audition. Like, what do you do? You go in the room. Where do I look? What do I say? I mean, it's like little things like yeah. pro- professional. There's a business, a whole business, yeah. you know, so. So I remember getting my first real manager that was like really excited about me and they had a lot of clout and they repped a lot of famous people. So that was really my first foray into like working professionally. And then at that time too, um, like Facebook watch was coming out with some content and, uh, YouTube red was coming out with some shows. So it was almost this perfect middle ground of like, I was doing digital content and I wanted to be an actor. So I was starting to book these like digital shows Mm -hmm. And then my first real television show um, was actually called 20s and it was on BET and Showtime and I booked uh, a recurring role on that and that was, we did two seasons and that was like an amazing, such a fun show. We did that, the pilot was in 2018. So, you know, there was nothing overnight and Mm -hmm. I'm still hustling, you know, and Mm -hmm. I booked a, I booked a, a, an awesome movie a couple years ago that we, we shot in Kentucky and like Denise Richards played my mom. If you know who Denise Richards is, like yeah. I, I, she was like the ultimate hot girl when I was growing up. I was like, Oh, I love her. How um, fun is that? that? Was, it was so cool to meet her. And she was telling me like amazing old Hollywood stories and fun. Um, so fun. And yeah. So, you know, you really, I mean, I'm still out here auditioning. We were on strike all year. So we've just kind yeah. of started to get off. We've heard. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sure. We've heard and but us he, viewers have been impacted as well. <laughs> Yes, I know because they can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but but you know it's like, and then I started to go, okay, I can do social media and I can do acting, and so social media started to become my waitressing job. It was like my cash, like flow, and acting really was like the passion. And I was able to audition and do self tapes, and um, it is like La La Land. You really are going into those rooms. You're sitting in the waiting room. Everyone looks like you, or or they're like trying out different types. So there's like everyone has like a different race or a different age. And then they're like testing out your vibe. And it, um, I've never had any like awful experiences, like in the phone, when she takes the phone call for lunch, when you're in the middle of a sobbing thing, I've never had anything like that. That to me is crazy. Yeah. But, um, scary. Yeah. It's, 
it's a hustle. You really, I mean, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success, they say. I um I have dreams. I have little small baby dreams of my own, such as being in a country music video. I'm not trying to be an actress. However, I live in Nashville and I'm actually, I have a modeling agency that I work with here. But separately, I used to go on like all those Facebook pages where it was like, who needs an extra from their music video? And I was so excited, Madeline, because I booked yes. this, I booked this um, music video and they were like, do you want, you're going to have like a little bit more of a standout role than just the extras. And I said, say less, like make me the star. I don't care. Give me a yes. guitar. I can't sing at all. And I had like this little standout out role as like the ex's new girlfriend kind of thing we filmed it did multiple takes it was so fun music video came out a few weeks later my scene was cut nowhere to be found <gasps> nowhere to be found I still got paid and of course for like being in it but I also was like so depressed I was like of course I'm excited like I'm telling my yeah, parents I'm telling you, my friends <laughs> and my scene was cut um so uh, literally no worries but I just thought I would share that anecdote because yeah, like if that makes um, you feel any better <laughs> it keeps me up at night <laughs> No, it's, uh, I feel for you. It's really, I always, I say this because people are always like, how do you handle rejection? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm like, honestly, I'm always more surprised when I book a job, when the thing comes out, when I see myself on screen, like I really have like the lowest expectations sometimes because stuff like that, you could literally have filmed the thing. Right. And then it's like, oh yeah. So many things happen between that and it coming out. You just never know for things to really line up and work. Yeah. What yeah. are some things about being on set, so like with your show 20s, that people wouldn't expect from watching La La Land and uh, their like TikTok stuff? What are some things that are unexpected that you could think of? I think how much footage ends up kind of what you said, not making it. I mean, we – so my character – was kind of like the comedic relief in a lot of it. Um, I do a lot of comedy and it's like my strong suit. I love comedy. And I remember they they knew that I was good at it. So they allowed me to really like, I also think you, people don't know the amount of magic. I know that sounds so cheesy, but like happens behind the scenes that make things lead to something that people would just have no idea. My character was supposed to be a pretty small role. And on the day we shot the pilot, we were about to do my coverage for this one take and and, I ended up saying something to the woman next to me, like, oh, I would really love to tag the scene, which just tagging it just means like having the final line or say, or doing something improv that you're kind of throwing in there. And the woman was like, oh, you have, she asked me what I wanted to do. And I explained it. And she was like, oh, you have to do that. And I was like, no, this is not, the show's not about me. I'm not trying to like, you, you have to be professional. You can't yeah. be like, this is my moment. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. And she was like, and she was like, no, I'm the showrunner, which is like very high up. And she was like, you're doing it. So I was like, oh, cool. didn't realize I was even talking to the showrunner. You just gotta talk they to strangers. Up- I've been saying this. <laughs> yeah, and so she she says something to the to the director, and then they allowed me to do all these takes of just a ton of improv, and people on set were like losing their minds. None of that stuff made it into the cut, but it ended up being the reason I got a huge, a bigger role for the entire show mm. because they were like you're funny. We're actually going to, we were going to cast someone as this role, but we're just going to say that you got hired to be here and now you're just this person. So it sort of was like this amazing birth of like a new character for me. And then um, they ended up having my character move in with the lead of the show. So then we had all these fun improv um, things. So we, we would shoot like 10, 15 takes of just all this crazy improv stuff. And then you watch the show and like two seconds of it makes 
the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think people would be surprised, like how why it takes so long to film something is because, I mean, you're shooting so much coverage. They're shooting different angles. Yeah, you know, you're just you're doing it on repeat. It's a lot of just sitting around. Actually, yeah. is also people would probably be surprised. Like you show up to set at six a.m. You might not shoot till noon. And then they actually are going to cut for lunch. And then you're actually going to have to shoot after lunch. And you might not get back on set to film till 2.30. I mean, it's like, it's a lot of sitting around. It's They call it hurry up and wait in <laughs> yeah. this town. Hurry up and wait. In my yeah. my brief music video experience, there was <laughs> Abby's a also a star. <laughs> no, I love I'm that. You should write a book on this. Like, on my memoir. one. No, it's like this ongoing joke between like Ashley, me, our friends, that I'm like a wannabe star, but I don't really have any talents. And so <laughs> we're trying Ashley's to figure like, okay. foster one. We're desperate. For right. One. <laughs> like I'm not particularly like super funny in a traditional sense. And I'm not like the prettiest girl in the room, but I'm also like kind of pretty, but I'm not like the, I can't sing. I can't dance, but like, I'm also not bad at those things. I'm just like not good at Perfectly them. So all of the it's, above. Uh, yeah. it's an no. interesting place to be in for sure. We'll see what no. happens. <laughs> I can't with you. You're gorgeous and very funny. You're literally having us in stitches. You know what's funny though? Don't it'll find your ego. Okay, yeah, you're the worst. No, but my ex, my ex boyfriend is a nurse, and I remember, but he was a child actor, and Mm. um, and we used to say that about ourselves too. We were like, we're not the hottest people in the room, or like when we go to these auditions, we're not the hottest, but we're not the ugliest. And so Hollywood like doesn't know what to do with us because, you know, and also there's this weird stigma, not stigma, but with comedy you almost they want you to look a certain way yeah. if you're gonna be funny they need you to um, be like a quirky one like you can't yeah. look too traditionally yeah, pretty Abby, or dumb yourself down. Funny one. no more lip filler yeah <laughs> or funny. if you're gonna be like funny they want you to be ditzy if mm-hmm. you're gonna be pretty it's like so it's very yeah. like subliminal so typically when we have guests on they're either like in the trenches of their 20s or somewhere in their 30s and they've made it out of their 20s which you know is a feat in and of itself and we're just like <laughs> so amazed so as someone who's made it through and is seemingly thriving can you give any kind of advice or speak to like a past madeline if you will maybe someone who's 25 because that's what ashley and i are um just advice that you would give any girls who are just trying to trying to make it trying to thrive in their 20s you know I was listening to one of your episodes you guys did with Claire Byrne who I actually had Claire on a pod I used to have a podcast and I had Claire on my podcast just like so funny small world and you guys were talking obviously a lot about dating and TikTok circuit (laughs) yes yes and like when I you know when I was 25 like I was so single and I wanted a boyfriend so bad and yeah I also think at that time, I really wanted like a cool boyfriend. Like I wanted to be defined by like a cool guy. That's so honest. I don't know if that's like an- That's so honest. <laughs> it is. When I look, when I, when I look back, I mean, it, it was LA, you know, it's LA too. So you want to be almost like this vibe. You want to seem like, and I just remember really, I wanted to meet someone so bad and, and I was getting into all these situationships and I think dating in your twenties can be really hard because you're also just, you're not assertive and you're not advocating for yourself all the time. You just sometimes let things happen to you. And I, you know, just like you let things roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, when I had met my ex, I, I was really at that point where I was like, I'm so freaking ready to meet someone that like, I don't need every guy to fall in love with me. I just want to be intentional and go on these first dates. And, um, I would just say to guys like immediately, you know, like, are you looking for something? Cause I'm looking for something. So if you don't want something like let's, and, and it was so jarring for people. Cause I think people are so used to, yeah. Like, People want to play it cool all the time. But if I could just, you know, I look back at that version of me that was just so trying to like 
get every guy to like me instead of really, what do I like? Who am I into? What would work for my life? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the older you get, you just get more, you advocate more for like yourself. I love being alone. So for me, it was really like, if I was going to not be single anymore, it was going to really have to be with someone that was incredible or worked for my life. And um, like, I'm in a new relationship of just a couple months new. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say like, what what's my advice that I'm even giving? I'm just talking, but like I'm like just a stream um, of consciousness for everyone. Just a stream of, but I think like my me in my 20s was so different than me now because I was so I just wanted like people to tell me how to be. I wanted mm-hmm. a guy to define me. I wanted my career to define me. And now it's so much more fun to like really go. What do I like? Like what do I like to do for fun? What are my interests? Um, what would I like in a partner? Like what would really work for my future? And, you know, I just, I don't know you, I think it's, it's really important in your twenties to really start to like make that list and advocate more for yourself and don't let your ego be so obsessed with like, Oh, I want every guy to like me and I want it to work out with every guy. Yeah. Because I look back at so many guys and I'm like, Oh, that would have never worked. Like, I I don't know. It's just, it's like so funny that I was so caught up in that. Um, but I think in your 20s, you think you're supposed to have it all figured out. I'm 32. I'm still figuring it out. I still struggle with things, mental health, whatever. But yeah, I, you just become so much more confident in what you have to offer, I think, as you get a little older. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm definitely yeah. in that place um, with wanting like – all these guys like fall under my spell, if you will. I know <laughs> sure. that sounds that's like putting really a light dumb. on, but yeah. I know that's no. like really dumb. But like I so Ashley and I are like kind of opposites. Like I always have a boyfriend. Like I'm a serial monogamous and she's never had a serious boyfriend. So we're like two opposite ends of the spectrum as two 25-year-olds. Um, so it's like very fun to like bounce off each other and like share our experiences and whatever. But I very much am like so delulu because I like want to go on these dates with all these guys and like I genuinely am a curious person I love people so I love getting to know people and like love dating as an art form if you will and so I get to know these people and I'm like okay I want to leave an impact on their life like I want them to be like (laughs) thinking about me forever even if we date for like two months and I'm like what is wrong with me? Like, I don't know. Like it's something about it. And like some, I just listened to a podcast the other day and they were joking about using your beauty as a weapon and they want to like get, they want to get to a point where when they're older and they are settled down and whatever, they want to be like, man, when I was in my twenties, I really used my beauty as a weapon. And I'm like, that is where I am at right now that, and I can't wait to grow out of it. Cause like, let me tell you, it's exhausting. (laughs) No, that's, that is really, that is, that's also really honest, wanting everyone to kind of be obsessed with you. That is just human. Like you want to feel, it feels so good to have that stroke your ego of like, everyone's obsessed with me. I have such a roster. Yeah. I, I think if you it's want people to be obsessed sure. with you, the game there is if you want everyone to be obsessed with you, you just can't be into anybody. Like then yeah. everybody's like going for that chase. Like that's the funny thing is, you know, I remember really when I was, I had been single for about six months this year and I remember starting to get back into dating. I was like getting on the apps and it was like such a turn on to these guys to be like, I'm not really ready for anything. Like I'm not looking for anything serious right now. I'm just getting back into dating like, and everyone's perfect, already- non-committal. Yeah. And cause to them they're like, Oh, it's already a challenge. But that was my authentic self. That wasn't even a line. Right, I was yeah. like, I just, that sounds like way too heavy for me right now. Um, but I think, yeah, as you get older, like, or it doesn't have to be when you get older, just you, you do get to a place where it's just like the games aren't as fun. And it's like, I I really like my own company. So I don't Mm -hmm. need a bunch of guys 
to be like Fulfilled. I don't know, fawning for me. Like, yeah. maybe, but maybe that's because what I do online, like there is, I do get attention in other ways. I do social media, but I can see it. All those strangers in your comments worshiping you. Why do you need a man? <laughs> Who needs it? I know. I'll sell, I'll reproduce by myself. Like I don't <laughs> No. Reproduce by myself. <laughs> self-produced party of one party speaking of beauty because your skin looks fabulous i just want to know selfishly what is like your number one thing that you think is making your skin look so great self-tan for sure like i really think i i do i do um i use these tan lux drops in my moisturizer and it just literally will give you the most even looking face because i you know naturally yeah, well, I mean, I naturally do have like so much like pigmentation issues and stuff, but what am I using right now? I'm like so basic with my You just like eat with... a lot of vegetables and drink a lot of water. Do you too? drink? No. Oh, do you oh, don't. Okay. okay. Do you drink still? That's out the window. Do I drink alcohol? Do I drink alcohol? Yeah. Like once a month. Mm-hmm. I'm not that's a, that's, a movie. that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big partier. I usually get a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I actually do drink a lot of water. My hack for water, because like just like the next girl, I'm like, how do I get as much water as I'm supposed to yeah. be drinking in my freaking day? I started doing liquid IV or like Element. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that stuff? Mm-hmm. It actually, I'll chug like a huge water thing because it just tastes like juice. The liquid IVs are a good hack. Um, but no, I've been. I've I went through adult acne in my 20s, and I. I think I attributed it to what I was eating as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of like power bars, like energy drinks, which I'm still literally drinking an energy drink. Ugh, you just can't take these away from me. Before we kind of wrap things up, we wanted to do a speed round of this or that for like 90s and 2000 pop culture. Abby, you can also answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can all answer. Okay. So yeah. first, Aiden or Mr. Big? Aiden. Yeah, Aiden. Oh Aiden. Laguna Beach versus the Hills. Oh, Laguna Beach. I agree. Abby, did you grow uh, up with this? I didn't watch either of those because I'm a big fat loser. Sorry. You are. <laughs> I was obsessed, beyond obsessed with Lauren Conrad for so many years. I still might be the only person obsessed with her on Instagram. <laughs> no, I love that for her. I mean, I know this is rapid, but it's so hard to say because Laguna Beach was very formative for how I thought I wanted my personality to be. In high school, I wanted to be Kristen, even though I was so mm. not a Kristen. I wasn't even a Lauren. I was like the Alex. I was I was Alex eight. <laughs> I was the friend of Kristen. That was me. Um, but the Hills was also so formative for like when I moved to LA. I remember like the Hills kind of being like a roadmap to like what's cool, what's popular, where should I live, yeah. where do people go out, where do people shop. And I've connected with so many of those people on on TikTok oh, really? that like both like both go single handedly. Yeah. Also off topic, but related. The you just did a TikTok. You're friends with the girl on TikTok who does imitations of Kristen. <laughs> what's her name? Sarah. Yeah, yeah. What's her name Courtney. on TikTok? Courtney. Yes. Courtney. Yeah. Okay, I like her a lot. Big fan. She's she's so good. She does such a dead on Kristen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> the um, girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lindsay Lohan's singing career versus Paris Hilton's. Oh my god! How do you make these rapid? Yeah, they don't I think just whatever you your gut feeling. Yeah, it's I literally it's too hard because I love rumors, Lindsay Lohan uh-huh. rumors, and I love um, Paris. Every other song by Paris. Yeah, I don't know okay. both, both, both. both. Okay, I want even both. even keel. Also, you should read Paris's memoir if you haven't already. We both loved it deeply. Yes, um, I need to. I read Jessica's. I need to read hers. Who is your favorite Mean Girl? Um, probably Regina or Gretchen. Gretchen slays. Yeah, Gretchen does. Yeah. Gretchen's like an unproblematic queen, you know? 
But people say I look like Amanda or what's her name in the movie? Karen. Oh, I guess a little bit. Yeah. Especially if you were blonde, full on blonde. I don't know. Regina's like so mean and bad, but Gretchen's like such a queen. Such a queen. And such a crime that Rachel isn't going to be in. Isn't everyone coming back for Rachel for the reboot? Yes. Yes. Rachel McAdams. Everyone except Rachel McAdams will be involved. Are you talking about in the movie or in the Walmart commercial? The movie. The movie. I'm like really hung up on this Walmart. You're really yeah. hung up on that big Walmart girl. Yes. <laughs> Paid ad. Well, because they already filmed the commercial. They already filmed the movie. It's already out. Yeah. Oh, it's out. Yeah. The movie. The Walmart the movie. commercial, or at no, least it's, the no, movie. the movie is not out. Sorry, the, the movie. Not out. The Walmart commercial can't can't take it away. I know. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather grow up as Hallie or Annie in The Parent Trap? British or Napa Winery horses? Okay, honestly, I think for my personality, Hallie, because I love Napa. I love um, that house. And yeah, I mm-hmm. got the house. That's more my my vibe. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Lucas versus Nathan Scott. Pass or smash? Smash or pass? <laughs> I didn't watch. That's One Tree Hill, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. You didn't yes. watch? I, did, I didn't watch One Tree Hill. Who are the actors? The, is it Chad Michael Murray? Mm-hmm. And, and James Lafferty, the black hair. I think I'm way more into the dark-haired guys, yeah. You should yeah, go back and watch smarter. as an adult. I think that it will still impact you greatly. I know. <laughs> it's so good. Uh-huh. I've had that thought. Yeah. You I really, really should. Two quick questions. If you could recommend a podcast or book that you think people would find entertaining or actually useful, but entertaining is always more important, what would it be? Briefly, The Toast, obviously. Yes. I'm a toaster. Yeah. I listen Monday through Friday. Also – for dating, I find this podcast really interesting. Every Monday, Nick Vial does Ask Nick mm-hmm. episodes, and he, I think, gives incredible dating advice that's just very honest, blunt, honest dating advice. But sometimes you need that. We've all yeah. heard the positive stuff from our friends that are like, you're amazing. It's his problem. Sometimes <laughs> I just think I love a, I love a, tru- a truth king. I love when people tell me I'm the problem. I'm like, thank God yeah. somebody's being real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then where can people find you? Yeah, pimp yourself out. Yeah. Where can oh people follow yeah. your Instagram, your TikTok, Anything whatever else. other projects coming out? Yes, find me. I'm on TikTok at Madeline Byrne. Um, there's so many E's in there that <laughs> M A D E L E I N E B Y R N E E on all my e- all my e- things. They'll e- figure it out. E- um, find me on TikTok, Instagram, and I'm sure I'll have some fun stuff coming out, especially after the new year. We have, we're going to have a fun year ahead of us and maybe I'll book a new, a new show or movie and the, and the strike's over. over. So Hell now we yeah, can be girl. famous. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. We're obsessed with you. We can't wait to keep following along on TikTok. I laugh every single time I watch your videos. So thanks for sharing what you do with the world. And I hope you oh have gosh. a kick-ass night. Love you guys. Thank you so much. 